0: Hey, Mostly Soccer Podcast listener, if you like the show, don't forget to leave a five-star review and subscribe. Thanks, and enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to the 50th episode of the Mostly Soccer Podcast Today is March 4th. It's a Monday at 6:53 p.m. sharp. My name is Michael J. Dalo and I'm here on this very special episode joined by my friend Jimmy. Jimmy, what today?
1: Jimmy Snowstorm.
0: Jimmy Snowstorm?
1: Jimmy Snowstorm. I was
0: I was hoping you'd be a bit more creative today. I
1: can't be creative because I spent my morning trying to dig out my car from the snow as it got stuck. So I have a story with this. Okay, we're so going to get, get right, right, into right into the story. It. Yeah, I'm going to go into it. So, Parked up on the grass to because we couldn't fit two cars in the driveway all the way. If you do the plows plow you in. Um so I thought it'd be a good idea. hmm Get in the car, backing up nice and smooth. Then it stops. It won't move an inch. Foot of snow. Just won't move anywhere. Yeah, over a foot. First of all, the weathermen, three to six inches. I was hearing I was hearing eight to twelve. No, I heard everywhere I looked and I looked it up. Three to six is what they said. We looked at me and my mom looked at the weather last night too, because I had to download the weather app for her. Three to six, they say. We got 14 inches. Yeah. 14, 16, at least a foot, clear. Um, so, car gets stuck. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh boy, I'm not going to make it work. How am I going to get this out? So I start getting the shovel, trying to get it out. My neighbor comes over. He's got a Kubota with the plow on it. So he starts plowing behind the car.
0: For those of us who don't know, a Kubota is a what now?
1: It's like a, it's like a little baby tractor. A oh, car.
0: okay, okay. So
1: and he a starts Kubota. plowing behind, moving it out. He's behind the car now. The Kubota runs out of gas. So now not only is the car stuck, we have a oh. machine behind it that's dead. <laughs> so he goes, oh, oh, I gotta go get gas. Okay. <laughs> He's gone for a half hour getting gas. I'm out there under the car trying to dig out the tires. Could not get the thing to move. Long story short, he comes back after getting gas. We have to tie a chain to the bottom of the car, to your car? and oh have the capo to pull the car out.
0: Sure, just called out. Thinking
1: well, I have people. I, I'm facetiming my boss. Going, look at this shit. Check this out. Oh my god. Um, yeah, fun day. And then I fell in the snow when I was <laughs> shoveling it. It was it was just a great morning.
0: I did notice that you're. Your walkway was shoveled, though, for the first time in, right? in history. Beautifully. What motivated you to do that? Um, well, when you were when waiting I, for your car to Well, I was waiting
1: out? for my car. I did some. I did the driveway. And then when I got home from work, I did the walkway. Nice, too. I did a nice job on that walkway. You did. I Pristine. Mean, it, it
0: was a little bit slippery.
1: Well, that's I mean, just mean, you're too tall. You're too, you're too high up. Yeah. A bad new oh, fall over. That,
0: that brings me to another thing, my tallness. Um, so we, <laughs> we talked know. about... <laughs> what? Right? So this is a, <laughs> a good segue. You don't know it. Uh, we talked a little bit about how you think I'm German. How you think I'm I'm some sort of Eastern European. Yes, you
1: are yeah, you're you're a fraud. You yeah. are a fraud of an Italian. You are not our people. Our <laughs> people fair. are not that tall. Um
0: so we had I did the DNA test before and it was I kinda did, not. I really got mine bad.
1: back recently.
0: Yeah, what are That's you hundred percent a- fucking I got, No, I
1: actually ninety percent Italian. <laughs>
0: Jesus Christ. Four
1: percent uh Irish Scottish. Oh. This the baffling one, there's two baffling ones. Three percent French Oh. No clue. Never okay. knew we had any French. Two percent Turkish.
0: Yeah, that threw me off. The Turkish, the Turkish was in mine too. Really? Yeah, that threw
1: me. I was baffled by that.
0: So I got my grandmother and grandfather, um, along with my family, we got them DNA tests. Yep. My grandfather like eighty four percent Italian, uh, and he was some like five percent Greek or some like yep. then Turkey and mm-hmm. I don't know what the Caucus is. But that's always in the mix. Yeah,
1: I think that's with the Turks, I think.
0: The caucus is in the mix. Don't know what it is, but it's in the mix. So we get my grandmother tested too. She's uh, 70% like Baltic countries, and then it pins it down to Lithuania and Poland. There it is. There it is. Lithuania, Welcome to Mostly DNA.
1: Mostly DNA. That's right.
0: Um, So Lithuania, I don't know any Lithuanian soccer players, so I'm going to tell people that I'm part Polish from now on.
1: You're Lithuanian.
0: I think I look Polish. I could go for a Robert Lewandowski type fella. Could I not?
1: I guess. Nah, not yeah. really. I,
0: I wish I was German. I think that was the point of this story. But, but no, that's where I get Lithuanian. my Lithuania. So I don't in, even who, know.
1: What is, is Lithuanian? It borders
0: Russia. Yeah. I, is is that,
1: uh, what's his name? The basketball player he played for the Knicks?
0: I have no uh, idea. What the hell's his name? Porzingis? Porzingis. Isn't is he Lithuanian?
1: I think he is. I don't so
0: know. So that's your people. You should know this. <laughs> a famous <laughs> lithuanian man like myself um anyways that was a bit of a side he's block. latvian
1: wrong, wrong country close <laughs> close name I,
0: I think i'm the most famous ancestor yes, of you lithuania are the, the
1: most famous lithuanian
0: uh, but we do have a silent guest another special guest here to deter us from talking about the soccer this is mostly soccer after all not all soccer and this is my lovely my girlfriend brooke say hello brooke
2: Hello, I am humbled and honored to be here today. <laughs> How long
0: did it take you to mm. think of that? And you need to lean into the mic when you oh, want to yeah. talk and speak at a reasonable I'm value. Okay.
2: No, that was a genuine introduction. You're humbled to be here. You are very nervous to come I on am, the podcast for nothing, some reason. I have nothing good to say. I'm not the biggest Join soccer the fan. <laughs> only because I'm affiliated with you, obviously. But
0: you have been to some of the greatest soccer games. <laughs> Maybe yeah. of all time. No, yes. not of all time. Definitely not. No, you know but... You've been blessed I have, yeah. to to ride my coattails to mm-hmm. soccer. I don't know. Not fandom. I guess fandom. Mm-hmm. But... Appreciation. Yeah, soccer yeah. appreciation. So by default, you're an Arsenal fan, correct? Yes. You would call yourself an Arsenal fan? Yes.
2: Okay. I buy association, but
0: yeah. Before we get into that, um, you've been to London. Mm-hmm. To go see a Chelsea game, the final Chelsea game, where By they the way, won the yeah. championship. Well,
2: I was the winner of that.
0: Contest. You were not the winner of the Premier League in the USA named, competition. I was named the winner. Because I was not 20. Right. So technically. Not yeah. 21. You anyway.
1: guys are throwing these people under the bus completely.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. Um, anyways, you've been to Atletico Madrid. You've been to mm-hmm. Barcelona games. Oh, my God. Who's better than you? No one. And you got a full tour of the Arsenal Stadium. Yep. God bless. God bless mm-hmm. me, Jimmy. I guess I'm oh, doing God it. God don't, you wish, you. don't you wish you were my girlfriend, Jimmy? Well, you know, <laughs> we've talked again. about this on the <laughs>
1: Valentine's Day episode. I really thought I was going to make it into that this year. <laughs> the Didn't one work episode out.
2: I actually listened to and I couldn't The one episode? Yeah, because <laughs> of me, Excuse me? Gonna... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Now I listened to a few of them.
0: you got to lean into the mic. I'm leaning I'm not going to tell mic. you again. Okay. I'm going to ask <laughs> you to leave. Right. Um, but while you're here, I did want to give you uh, a quiz to okay. see how well I've been doing transforming you into an Arsenal fan. <laughs> this is good. See, go
2: and this bad. is why like, I was apprehensive about coming here because I did not want to. Don't get be tested. dropping those
0: big words. Our <laughs> listener base is not going <laughs> to understand them and you're going to oh, make them. Is that a big word? Okay. No, our listener base consists of people like us, not very intelligent. Um, well, just buffoons, quite <laughs> <As expected. As laughs> I mean, Anyone who wants to listen to this is a goddamn buffoon. I mean, Cush Smoker is probably our most intelligent friend
2: oh, of I've the heard podcast so much about you, oh my
0: god one of my favorite people <laughs> by the way
1: i'm looking up lithuanian soccer i don't know one of these guys they're also they actually there's a couple that kind of do look like you Are i there? can see it i'd really? like to see them like see this it. guy he kind of he's kind of looks like oh you a little bit <laughs> what's he his does. name let me read that name his name you're is related. justas laskikas justas laskikas <laughs> yeah justas Lithuanian Lithuanian
0: all-star even, yeah, they all.
1: I mean, they definitely <laughs> all have the same haircut as you. Well, so every they, soccer player. M- has they the same match haircut. in with that.
2: No, because you style your hair to look like soccer players. Correct. Right. Because I'm a cool. Yeah. I'm yeah. a cool. you wannabe. Not
0: this. This <laughs> guy
1: does not look like a soccer. Oh, he's a goalie. That makes sense.
0: Anyways, back to your Arsenal quiz. Weird. Mm-hmm. I want to see how many Arsenal players you can name off the top of your head. All right, I was expecting. We're that gonna put you on the clock. How much time <clears> should we give her, Jimmy? Should we give her 45 seconds?
2: How many are you expecting me to name? Well, I'm if you give it
1: 45, you may, you, you may want to drag out those names. You may not want to. 45 is a then decent a amount of time. Of 45 yeah. seconds? Yeah. All right.
2: Go, go ahead. Okay. All right.
0: Maybe 30 seconds. What? Okay. Right, ready? Set. Go.
2: Ozil. Bellerin. Jaka. Lacazette. Aubameyang. Iwobi. Uh, she pulled out the Iwobi. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't expect that um, one.
1: That's because you insulted goalkeeper. me.
2: Goalkeeper. Uh, check.
1: Yep. Who else?
2: I don't know. Oh, I don't know the other one. God. Do Did, I know the other
0: one? Yeah. Keep going. Come uh, on. You, um, I know I'll you don't know see yeah, How many
2: is that? Seven? Yep. Um, Torera?
0: Torera, yep. yep. Yeah. Um, well done.
2: Uh, okay, I think that's where. No, come on. I defenders? Defenders? Oh, um.
1: You could hear Michael scream their names in agony. Who do I hate
0: the most on. on Arsenal? The Arsenal player I hate most?
2: Ramsey? Uh, no. <laughs> that <was> an up- <laughs> that's another that, name. I, I uh, that's not the one he hates. Who do you hate? Um.
0: The man who I can't stand. Oh. oh my god, that was more than 45
2: seconds. I don't know. Who do you not like?
0: German defender.
2: German.
1: His no. name doesn't sound.
2: Oh, Mustafi. Yeah, Mustafi. You need fine
0: players. Yeah, Mufasa Mustafi. Close enough. Did I Mufasa? Mufasa. That was pretty good.
1: Did
0: I think Mufasa. No. <laughs> no. I was going to give you the hint.
1: I was going to say Mufasa.
2: <laughs>
0: so, so you forgot Bern Leno, goalkeeper. I don't even
2: know what that is. So. Do you know
0: Kalasinak? Yeah, yeah. Montreal. Yeah. Cushelny, All right, he's not, you don't need to just start naming them now. Well, kno- Ainsley Maitland-Niles. I like, I know them now that he says
2: that. Really?
0: If you don't lean into this microphone.
2: I know them <laughs> now that you say them. Yeah, yeah.
0: You did pretty well. I'm impressed.
1: I, I thought I was better than I thought. I didn't expect the Awobi. And then I remember he insulted me by comparing Awobi uh, to me. Yeah, <laughs> And that's probably why she knows it. Because she two-touch. called you out on it.
0: Jimmy Two Touch, a.k.a. Alex Awobi. Right, that's right.
2: but I tweeted at you. <laughs>
0: Uh, Aside from that, we had some huge games over the weekend, uh, Premier League and otherwise. Huge Huge table implications, huge ego implications. Okay, stop
1: (laughs) using the word huge. (laughs) Implicate. You gotta use some other adjectives.
0: Big, big (laughs) implication. Large, Um, humongous, massive. Anyways, ego implications. We'll take it to El Clasico, Jimmy. All right, let's stop there. A beatdown of a team's ego. Of their morale, Barcelona beat Real Madrid again for the third time. No, third second, time this season. Second third time, time this week. <laughs> second, second time from, this yep. week. They remain undefeated against Real Madrid this season, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken.
1: I believe you're correct.
0: And in the Liga Clasico, unlike the Copa del Rey, they didn't smack them 3-0. They only beat them 1-0 in a no. game that I thought was fantastic. And Jimmy disagrees with me.
1: I don't disagree with you about the game. I disagree with you about the skeptical spectacle, not skeptical spectacle. Uh, I no longer care about El Clasico right now. Real Madrid stink. That's my hot day. They stink. They're not good.
0: Hmm. I feel like
1: Trent Dilfer when he went off about the Patriots and the yeah, they're the just not good anymore. Make me look stupid, but they're not good anymore. <laughs> That's how I really feel. When I watch them, I look at them and I go, "This team is just not that good anymore." Um, great players all
0: across the field. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but it's their it's their attack. Their attack has no bite.
0: They played very well in that game. If they created chances, they but they have well. no
1: bite. That's what I mean. They don't yeah. have. They're just missing that that something. Well, they got and you Benzema. know what that something is. It's a big, beautiful six foot two man <laughs> with impeccable hair.
0: Benzema, no, not Benzema. No, definitely hair. not Benzema. Bale,
1: nope, not Bale. No. That he's off in Italy right now on a little adventure there.
0: Doesn't ring a bell. He's got
1: a little rapey vibes to him, maybe. Oh. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs>
1: that big boy, Cristiano Ronaldo, without him there, it's just, for me, it's just, it's not exciting right now. Because I said to you, you started watching the game, you sent a text, you're watching the game. And I said, not right now, because I already know Barcelona's going to win. Yeah. And then I followed up with, are they already up? And you said, Yep.
0: <laughs> yep. Uh, and it happened fairly quickly. Rakitic shipped old Thibaut Courtois, who's uh, he had a decent game after that, but not having the best time at Madrid. Well, the, he
1: is, I have to say, I think the most pointless transfer of yeah, the year is
0: when you have a goalkeeper. He, he is an excellent like goalkeeper,
1: but so is Navas. Mm-hmm. I, I, you could even argue Navas has been better than Courtois over the last few years. Yeah. What was of all the signings they, they didn't bring in the attacker they need, but they bring in a goalkeeper they don't need. It just made no sense at the time. Yeah, it, it makes even less sense now.
0: I know a lot of Real Madrid fans weren't very happy with Keylor Navas even after winning three Champions Leagues consecutively. Somehow you're not and, happy and with, with massive
1: moments in those yeah. Champions Leagues, like big saves where he saved them.
0: But apparently, he, he made he made bad mistakes sometimes, I guess. I don't watch enough Real Madrid to know yeah, that, but nor do I, I. I don't think you replace a man who's won you three Champions League titles. Nor
1: do you make that your, your primary signing, <laughs> yeah. which is what they did. I know.
0: Uh, that's a club, not in turmoil, obviously, but when they get Transition. bounced out of the Champions League soon enough.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, it's gonna not going nice to happen stuff. this round against Ajax, but... You never know. I mean, when I look at this, I'll put it this way. I And this is like a biasing, but I view every team through the thing of like... When I look at, like, teams in other leagues, is oh, would they scare me if City played them in the Champions mm-hmm. League? And I am no longer scared about Real Madrid. I, I I think City would beat them easily. Yeah, That's how I look at it now. Like, I really don't, they don't scare me.
0: I don't know if they'd beat him easily, but I think City would win that. Um, Another thing, Vinicus Jr., your man. He's good, Jimmy. He is, he's very he good. He's very good. You know who he reminds old? me of? I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, do you who? know who he reminds me of? Raheem Sterling. A little bit. He's got a little bit of that, like... Everything but the, f- like, a couple Flayer. years ago, everything but that finished product. Like, yeah. he can do everything, get himself in great spots, but he really doesn't finish. Mm-hmm. He's got that, like, young Raheem Sterling type of vibe to him. Yeah. That's he, who, he does remind me of him a bit.
0: Real Madrid seem to have tried to make him the new Ronaldo, that focal point, because they yeah. love to go down mm-hmm. that left wing, and it I just, mean, just, he's, he's not there yet. He's a
1: very dangerous player, but like I said, he just doesn't have that finished product. Like, the last ball's a little off, mm-hmm. the, the shot's always just a little off. But I mean, I think he's going to be a fantastic player. Yeah. He, he he's showing the talent that he has.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, it's especially in you know, clasico. He had yeah, a lot of chances. Yeah. He was the creator in a lot of those. But uh, Gareth Bale definitely yeah, on his we, way out. Can right? we talk
1: about Gareth Bale? What
0: is the fans hate him? His agent came the out. The
1: teammates hate him. He hates yeah. that. It's like I. It, it doesn't make sense. I saw a thing where they, Marcelo talked about Bale and basically said still doesn't know Spanish. He's been here for five years. Um, we do team events, and he doesn't come because they're hmm. past his bedtime. That's literally what he <laughs> said. Like, it, it's just like nobody likes him. I just I don't know it why must he be leave. it must be tough for him. I think the reason he doesn't leave is because no one's gonna pay him what he's making there.
0: Yeah,
1: and I mean, and I mean, he's winning Champions League. Like he's had success, and he's getting paid very well. Would you? But at this point, I think he needs to move on, just because yeah. it's it's clearly like just not.
0: Did, you, out did you see his agent's quote? He basically said the fans oh, should be kissing she, his feet yeah, for all that he's yeah. done for them. So, I mean, it's almost... It, it's it's got to be done too, dusted, because,
1: right? Yeah, I think it's done. And it's weird because he has had some incredible moments. The Champions League last year, yeah. the bicycle kick. Uh, the play against Barcelona against, uh, I think it was Mark Barta. When he put the ball past him yeah. and ran from out of bounds back mm-hmm. in around him. And completely destroyed him. I think it was Copa del Rey final. Like, he's... He's had the moments. He scored in two Champions League finals. He scored in the first one that they won three years ago. He yep. scored the winning goal in that, that one, that. I believe. Um, he's had huge moments for them, but it's just like consistency hasn't really been there. Injuries were a problem, not so much this year, but it's just it's baffling.
0: Yeah. Um, enough El Clasico talk, Jimmy. We do have to get into the Premier League, yes, right? Yes, we do. But before that, we like to read a review, right? A five-star review. Yes. And I thought, who better to read a review... <laughs> than the person who wrote it
2: oh, oh wow right this
0: what is it face? our, our first literally our first review i think this is this before right you guys here.
2: even made the podcast so v <laughs> funny mm-hmm. michael j dalo michael jude dalo for those of you who don't know Ooh, well, the
0: middle name has been revealed right. finally <laughs> there goes my social
2: sexiest yeah. voice of all time
0: does that still hold up We'll see. Okay.
2: Jimmy has a nice personality.
0: Fair review. <laughs> like
1: a real backhanded comment. <laughs> most Quite of frankly. all, frankly,
0: most importantly, though, five stars. So thank you for that. You're welcome. I think you. you. I kind of feel. <laughs> I understand. how oh, my friend fail fails. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> all right, Jimmy. So we had so much fun this weekend in the Premier League. So much heartbreak. Um, that wasn't a heartbreak for me This was good I was yeah. happy So much heartbreak for some of us Not. Hmm, I get, let's get into Arsenal first thing Let's rip the band-aid right off Jimmy mm-hmm. Because I get a lot of pain about this game Did you No, it was too early for you, wasn't it?
1: I, I watched the highlights Okay, Extended highlights too Oh, the
0: extended um, highlights Pardon me
1: Uh, It was too early I did get up right near the end Um, mm-hmm. Went and got a coffee And got ready to watch Naturally. City <laughs> Um, But I want to ask you about this game because there was a lot going on in this. So corner.
0: much. There is so much drama. Mhm.
1: And first of all, let's start with the result. Mhm. 1-1 draw.
0: Away, away at Wembley.
1: At Wembley. Um you could say away for both teams, but yeah. away at Wembley Tottenham on a dismal run of form. Mhm. Arsenal don't really capitalize on that, but at the same time get a point away at their biggest rival, which is not really a bad result.
0: Yeah.
2: Is this the game that you wouldn't
0: take me to work for? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I That's refused no to take way. her to work because yeah, to I this. was watching the game. That's so my one time a week that I want to do something. Everyone's always going to ask me to do things.
2: I never ask you to do
1: anything. All right. <laughs> <But> anyway. <laughs> but so stay on point Jesus, here, people. this is what I
0: fucking deal with.
1: On point oh here. Oh, my God. So, this one. One more. What, did you, what is your feeling on this? Because I have no feeling. I think so it's a good result for feelings. Arsenal, in my opinion.
0: Okay. So, let me tell you why this... As a
1: neutral, it's I see a, it as a good result.
0: It's a good result. Um, it should have been better. So, Arsenal come out of the gate with kind of uh, a ballsy lineup. What we wanted to see from Emery, really, you wanted to see that Emery had balls, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. And he did. He sat Mesut Ozil, mm-hmm. and he sat Aubameyang. Mm-hmm. Two power moves from Emery. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he started Guendouzi, and he started Alex Iwobi. And Aaron Ramsey. And Mkhitaryan. And Mkhitaryan. Mkhitaryan's been excellent. He
1: has been. He's been great for him. And yeah.
0: he was excellent this game. Literally can't pick out a bad player from Arsenal that first half. Uh, they were all incredible. Emery got his yeah. tactics perfect. Yeah. Mustafi playing
1: right back, too. Mustafi I mean, playing interesting, right... interesting lineup. I had a mini-stroke when I ever saw <laughs>
0: Mustafi at right back. But Emery got it perfectly right. Byrne Leno has really, really come into form. The German prince who was promised, Jimmy. <laughs> Byrne Leno is, again, becoming my favorite Arsenal player. Um, So the first half was great. Aaron Ramsey gets a breakaway goal from a Davinson-Sanchez mistake. He heads the ball into the ground. Very bad. And uh, Aaron Ramsey cuts up the goalkeeper, scores. 1-0 to the Arsenal. And then Arsenal miss a few bad chances in the form of Lacazette. In the first five minutes, Lacazette swings and misses at a clear chance. And then he basically misses from inside the net. Uh early second half, I believe it was. But we also had some substitutions early second half, which were subbing on Terea Tore- Torreya was out of this lineup too, which was the biggest shock for mm-hmm. me because Torreya has been our savior this entire season. So early second half, Torreya comes in. Then Lacazette gets subbed off for Abamyang, And that was a great move because Abamyang was really pressing that back line, had a few good runs in, um, didn't really make anything of it. So, fast forward a little bit, and then Tottenham do what Tottenham do best. They get a free kick against Arsenal. Arsenal can't defend free kicks against Tottenham for some reason. They scored like this in the first game, and they get a chance like this every single game. Harry Kane had already scored one, ruled offsides. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, of course, same thing happens. Tottenham sending in a ball off a free kick. Mustafi pushes Harry Kane, who is clearly offsides, so it shouldn't have been anything anyway. Harry Kane, at least three steps offside.
1: Yeah, he was clearly offside. Clearly
0: offside. Don't know how the linesman misses it. There's like four or five players from Tottenham who are offsides. Horrible. We need VAR. Um, I'm back on the VAR train. But Mustafi does something only Mustafi could do.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was a blatant pen if he had been onside. He's
0: so... Like, it wasn't stupid. like a really... I hate him, I hate him, yeah. I hate him, I hate him. <laughs> oh, I hate him, I hate him. I don't like Mustafi, I need him to leave like, now.
1: It wasn't like a hard <laughs> challenge, but yeah. it was just a, a reckless one with no need. There, he literally threw his shoulder, it like, right in full view of the ref.
2: Mustafi it was is so
0: play. dumb. He's just so dumb, and he was so good all game. But he has these moments where he just forgets everything, and he does the stupidest thing possible, and it happens almost every single game. And everyone knows he's a liability. I don't understand how he plays. Anyways, Harry Kane steps up, makes the penalty. Fast forward to the end of the game. 90th minute, Aubameyang gets a soft penalty in the box, admittedly soft, uh, a makeup call from the ref. He steps up and he fucking gets it saved. Aubameyang, you broke my heart. You literally <laughs> broke my heart. I was on cloud nine when we ever got that penalty. Doing the double over Tottenham, going one point behind third. Aubameyang, you become an Arsenal legend instantly if you make this penalty. And what does he do? He puts on the softest penalty I've ever fucking seen in a my life. Very poor penalty. It was horrible. And then he uh, I could have blocked that penalty yeah. easily. Yep.
1: And then he compounds it.
0: Because he misses the ball because inside he, the net.
1: Yes. The the rebound comes out, mm. fired back in. I honestly I've watched that replay at least ten times now. I still can't figure out what happened. I'm pretty sure what happened is he hit it and it, got it deflected. Gets deflected up yeah. by the guy sliding. But it was so like he it was so nonchalant about yeah. how he was gonna tap it in.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All he had to do if he smashes that, that's the yeah. easiest goal.
0: I mean, an easier goal would be to just score you, you the, penalty. Make the penalty, or at least put on a decent effort. The thing that bothers me with that penalty is like it was, it was so weak. Yeah. Well, and you, you could hear the power?
1: announcers; they were like saying, like, "Oh, he looks so nervous. Yeah, like I, he didn't look confident."
0: I think Lee Dixon said in the booth. He looked. Him and Arlo White looked at each other and they like shook their head, like this isn't gonna happen. Like he looked nervous stepping up. Um, I mean, he scored penalties for us this season. I think he scored four, four out of his five mm-hmm. or something like that. And he really, really blew that one. Yep. And it's understandable. Players miss penalties all the time. Pogba misses. He missed one this week. Um, granted, it didn't have implications like this one did. Messi even misses penalties. The God. And um, it was just hard. Yep. It was hard for me to get over that, and I'm still not over it.
1: And then the red card for Terea.
0: Um, yeah, that I didn't understand. I, I thought it was a red. I do think it was a I red. I don't know. They, it, they were both going for the ball.
1: Yeah, he was going for the ball. It's just it, he caught him bad. That's the only reason I, I don't want those type of challenges. And the thing is, he did get the ball, mm-hmm. but he got the ball and then continued through, and he, he got him. He got him yeah. pretty hard. <laughs> like, it was pretty bad.
0: I guess. Um, I mean, I'm not going to argue. If it was it.
1: a yellow, I wouldn't have complained either. Yeah. But um. But now he suspended three matches, yeah. right? Uh, I'm
0: not sure if it's three. They might be able to appeal that.
1: Maybe, but But tough.
0: It it was extremely tough because Arsenal were excellent the entire game. Mustafi has his lapse of concentration. Lacazette misses chances. Aubameyang misses chances. Um, It's just more frustrating, Arsenal. And um, it's tough to say that because they played so well. Mm -hmm. And I did see a stat that Aubameyang has missed 19 big chances. That's the most I think, by five um, five more than any other player in the Premier League. And, I mean, it shows. It clearly shows because he misses chances all the time. We've said it before. I love Aubameyang, one of my favorite Arsenal players, and he's just so frustrating. And you said at the beginning of the season he was a penalty merchant. I would have taken a fucking penalty <laughs> merchant at this point. His stat line's a little bit misleading, and I'm not just ripping into him because, you know, he missed a very big penalty. I'm just being real, Jimmy, because he misses too many chances. Well, and I did say... I can't when, take it.
1: <laughs> I mean, I remember when the transfer happened, there was a lot of things saying, you know, Dortmund was very happy to be rid of him, mm. and it was kind of weird for someone who had been their top scorer for so long. And maybe that's why. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, though, he is still... I mean, he's got 16 goals on the season, just two off the lead. Yeah. Um, which is going to come up again, because there's another player who's one off the lead, who I think's not having a good year, which we'll get to at some point. Um, but let us mo- I think it's time to move on from this. Do we want
0: to answer the Twitter question while we're here? Yeah, now, while though? we're here. Yeah, I think we're on the topic. Yeah, let's do it. Um, so it was from our friend Kush Smoker, 69, classic name. He tweeted us, he said, If you had to sell one, would it be Laka or Aubameyang? And who do you want to replace Ramsey? So, Jimmy, I want I want to pose that question to you if you want an I can
1: line. answer the first one pretty easily. Yeah. And you know where I'm going to go. Yeah. I'm selling Aubameyang. I like Lacazette. I told you, Lacazette's got a little bit of that Aguero-ness in him mm-hmm. that just can show up and score the goal out of nothing without doing anything all game. Yeah. Like, that. he's just got that Aguero-ness. So, I, I go with Lacazette. Um, in terms of replace Ramsey, I honestly don't know because I, I like Aaron Ramsey a lot. Yeah. He is a uh, a very nifty player is what I would say. Um, he can do a lot of things. Nifty, he's very, yeah, he's a very. Because uh, <laughs> this thing, he's, he's a not utility a, knife. Yeah, he is. He is a utility knife, and I was trying to think of someone, and the only person I could think of, I don't think is ready to fill his boots, mm-hmm. but I think could be it because I'm a big fan of this player. It's be Tom Davies from Everton. Oh, that's a weird shout, huh? I, I know, and that's what I thought. The same thing. I go, oh, this is weird. He doesn't because he doesn't start every game for Everton. Yeah. Um, but he is a player who I. I just really like. Mm -hmm. And every time I do see him play, he's got a little bit of that Ramsiness where he can really play anywhere in the midfield. Mm -hmm. He can pop up and score goals. He can play defensively if you need him to. He's a good passer of the ball. Yeah, He's just a player I like. I don't think he's at Ramsey's level right now. But that was actually the first guy that came to my mind, which is weird.
0: You know who the first two people that I thought of were two from Dortmund? Like realistic transfers. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think they'll happen – Ever. Mm-hmm. But Mario Gotze was the first one that I thought of. But I don't know why. They're not the same like, player at all I feel like me. they are a little bit. Mario Gotze is a little bit more lazy. and He's, he's more he's of, a, of a, a more
1: pure attacking player. I yeah,
0: think, but probably. I feel like Aaron Ramsey plays the attacking yeah. role a lot more. Yeah,
1: that, Yeah, now especially.
0: Because we don't need him back there anymore. Um, I thought of him. I thought of Witzel. But then, I nah, he's more of a center defensive mid. And the person who I think is going to replace Ramsey is going to be Benega. I think that's going to be who really takes that spot. That's yeah, interesting. he's an Emery guy. That's it. Yeah, uh, he's already been um, linked with Arsenal. I did have
1: another idea for that. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because I don't. I think this guy's kind of in limbo right now because I think he had thought he was joining Barcelona, but after the Frankie de Jong signing, I don't know if he will. Which is Adrian Rabio.
0: Yeah, that's an interesting one. He'll be available for free. That would be that would be perfect. Um, like I said, no it,
1: at this point, I don't think he's going to sign, go through, and sign with Barca. Yeah. Because he's got, he'll be like the seventh midfielder mm-hmm. on that team, and like in the pecking order, he'll be seventh. Mm-hmm. They just spent a godly amount of money on De Jong. Yeah. They already have. Obviously, Busquets isn't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. I don't think Rakitic is going anywhere.
0: Rakitic's an interesting um, one because he's been rumored. Yeah, with but he's been this season. He's A's, been excellent. Inter, he's yeah. back
1: to being really top form. Arter is incredible. Archer's a special player. He's incredible. Um, De Jong, like we said, I mean, De Jong is, what, maybe the most sought-out talent outside of Mbappe in the world when he signed there. I mean, Mm -hmm. he had... He was being chased by everyone. Uh, Vidal's there. Yeah. They have some young players coming through. Like, I just don't see how he fits. Even Coutinho can't get into the front three. So he's been playing in the midfield yeah. a bit. So I just don't see that. So maybe that's an option right there. Mm. I mean, if it was Vanger, that he'd be all over that. Yeah. That would be a Vanger guy if I've ever seen that's one. That's
0: true. French, that's the only uh, prerequisite that you need to fit with Venger. Um, French, kind
1: of lazy. Um, yeah. Some temperamental problems. He's like the perfect guy to go there.
0: Um, so Lacazette or Aubameyang, um, and I'm trying not to have – what just happened? Clouded my judgment. It's going to. I but can tell. It had to be on your Lacazette. Face. 100% Lacazette. Lacazette's just a lunch pail guy. We say it all the yeah, time. He he's is. a grinder. He's a Gruden grinder. He's a
1: grinder, and he's like
0: hard. Pretty much is
1: good. Like even if you think Yang's a little better, he's not far off. Yeah. And he's just I don't know. I don't he like, has the fight in yeah, him that yang yeah. doesn't seem yep. to
0: have. Um, but he,
1: he can have the fight and still have that kind of nonchalantness about him.
0: You know what I love about Lacazette is that he does the Griezmann thing where he drops back a lot, and he's <laughs> not afraid to go help the defense. Yep. He's not afraid to hustle. And that's why I love Lacazette, and that's why I would choose him over Aubameyang. Um, where I think this game could have went differently is if we started Aubameyang instead of Lacazette, because I think Lacazette is a much better sub than Aubameyang is. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, last thing I do want to say about this Arsenal thing because we've dragged this out for too long now, uh, which is good because we don't have that craziness, that much craziness yeah. to talk about. Uh, Mesut can't play in big games. I've come to a conclusion that he can't play in games like this. It's I know almost, you've been saying it forever. It's almost
1: like, it's almost like I've been telling you it's, that for a long time. It's coming full
0: circle finally. Um, he just doesn't have it in him. He looks scared on the ball. He doesn't want to be involved. Terea, even Jaka ramsey all big game players they're not afraid to get hurt they're not afraid to go in for 50 50 balls ozil he can't do it so um i love you to death mesut ozil and i want to see you stay but i think you have to go all
1: right now it's time we move on
0: all right. i want to cry i want to cry talking on, about right? this game it's
1: emotional let's move on rolling to
0: the next we should one be one TV. point off third and now we're in fucking fifth <sighs> where do you want to go next jimmy I don't care about anything anymore. <laughs> you pick. The du- you run all the right, direction. All right, all right. Let's go West Ham 2, Newcastle 0. Yes. In a game where we had a goal from the young goat. The young goat? The young Irishman. Oh, no, not an Irishman anymore. Declan Rice. Yes. Gets a goal. Excellent. Horrendous celebration afterwards. Yeah, very
1: bad celebration. Like, really just... Just goofy. Doesn't Just, know how to. Yeah. He
0: doesn't know how to do it yet. He's yes. not scored enough goals. He's too young.
1: And then Noble does what he does best, which is score from the penalty spot. That's right. Um, yeah. all in all, pretty dull game. Yeah. Not much to see here. Uh, the kind Declan of disappointed from from uh, Newcastle. Didn't really have much going on in this one.
0: Yeah, West Ham get a win over a team that I feel like they would usually lose to. <laughs> and That's then true. we have Wolves 2, Cardiff. Nil.
1: No. Talk about business as usual. Yeah. Uh, this was over in two minutes. They scored two goals in two minutes, the 16th to the 18th minute, two yep. goals. Both relatively easy. Very, very poor defending. Um, and I think I said it last week, but I, I genuinely think uh, Cardiff, I think they, they're going done down and dusted. now. I think it's done. I think the bottom three is done. I think it will remain Cardiff, Fulham, and Huddersfield.
0: Mm, that was a big loss for them. I mean, not not in terms of they should beat Wolves, but mm-hmm. just because Brighton won, and it's that's yet. another place to yep. go. Brighton won, Huddersfield nil. We get a goal from the Italian. He's no, the Italian. Romanian. He's not. We've done this Florine before. Andone. How is he not Italian? <laughs> and how is he starting over Glenn Murray?
1: Well, they both played in this one, though. Did he start? Yes. They, well, Glenn started, yeah, All and right, he came fine.
0: on. Fine. Well, Glenn Murray softened them up for him. Yeah. Glenn actually had goal. a pretty
1: good chance. He, he didn't score, but he had a shot. It wasn't that good then because he would have
0: <laughs> scored it. But Brighton get the goal. Yeah. They keep a clean sheet yep. at it, the fortress. Huddersfields
1: remain dead in the water.
0: Huddersfield continue <laughs> to just get their ass handed to him. Uh 1 0 is a good good result for them though, right? To be
1: honest, I mean Huddersfield looked better the last two games. They were in this one, they beat Wolves. Um, they're hanging around, but I mean it's over. They they it's too many points to make up at this point. What yeah.
0: what is it? Got to be like two weeks until they're mathematically eliminated. Yeah, it's
1: close. I mean they they have fourteen, um, and right now twenty seven Southampton's on, Oof. so they're thirteen back. And nine games remaining. It's pretty much done.
0: Yeah. Um, speaking of Southampton, Manchester United three, Southampton two. Goal of the w-
1: game of the weekend. Yeah. This was the uh, absolute match of the weekend. Great goals all over the field. Started with Jan Valery, who I have no clue who he is.
0: You don't know but Jan Valery?
1: I don't know Jan Valery. A
0: goal from the man we knew was coming. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it was great. Um, a rocket. One upped by Andreas Pereira.
0: Pereira.
1: Which is probably not how you say Brazilian. That, it. Brazilian. But went, it went, that's how it came out. So went top bins, yeah. A great goal. And then went top bins. Just when you think, wow, and you're excited, this is a great game. We saw two great goals. Mm hmm. James Ward Prowse, someone who couldn't be more English in a after, more basic name. After Lukaku gets the second to bring man, yes, man- excuse me, up. yes, a typical Lukaku goal: tough, strong, physical drive. Yep. Lukaku, who first of all is on fire, yeah, he's back. Um, Ward Prowse with an incredible free kick, a banger from what thirty yards out, yes. I believe his fifth goal in the seven, his last seven games in the league too, so hmm. he's on fire right now. Yep. But then Romelu Lukaku, a second one. Another yeah. bullet. Just a, a... Turn and shoot. And I said it last week. He is a He's a large man. He, <laughs> he took his shirt off to celebrate running around. He's just a big, big boy.
0: Yes, he is.
1: Um, but then this game got capped off just for a little extra. Penalty. Uh, foul on Rashford leads to a penalty. Pogba steps up. He's still waiting to take the kick as we speak.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, finally gets there. Agnes Gunn with a beautiful kick save. Agnes Gunn looked excellent in this game by the way, um, unfortunately for him, let three passed them, but he did play really well. This could have been a lot worse to Southampton.
0: Yeah. Uh, Southampton, they're a special bunch right now, Jimmy, because they have a special manager in the Hassan huddle, but, and I mean, they, they need to stay up. I need this team yes, to stay up. I mean,
1: like I said, they're only two points clear, but if you go by their form, I, I, I think, I mean, they played relatively well. They played well attacking-wise in this mm-hmm. game. Defense a little suspect, but I, I think they will
0: stay up. I need them to because I've fallen in love with this team. (laughs) They were my least favorite team probably at the beginning of the season, aside from Brighton, who we both bashed. Mm -hmm. Complete 180 on Brighton. Brighton are my second favorite Mm -hmm. team in the Premier League right now. And Southampton are a close third because I hated on them all season. They were going down for sure. Hassan Hutto came in, changed the entire team. Mm -hmm. Now they play fun, attacking football. Love Southampton at this point. Burnley won. Crystal Palace 3 at Turf Moor. Yeah, the beatdown I did not expect. Did Joe Hart play in this game? He did not. No. Wow. He did not.
1: It was Tom Heaton. Um, but it was just too too much from Crystal Palace attack. Um, a beautiful goal from Zaha in this game. He he juked the entire defense like three different ways before a nice goal. Um, Burnley did get a consolation by Ashley Barnes, who scores the in every single man. game. The mean man <laughs> is absolutely on fire. Out of spite for our podcast, yeah, he is on fire. We speak
0: him into existence, we really do. And, of course, Jimmy, our friend Michi Batshuayi. Yes. He loves the Premier League. Yeah, I, and he's back I, I, I'm in just happy form. to see
1: him back in the league and scoring goals. Yeah. It makes me happy. I like Batshuayi. He's going
0: to be very good. I think that was a great loan. Uh, hopefully hope he's allowed him. to stay with I them. do,
1: too. I think it's a good level for him.
0: Yeah, uh, next we had your boys, Manchester yes. City one, Bournemouth nil. Um,
1: this game hurt me. Uh, first of all, only only a Manchester yes. City could, fan could no, say this game, this game hurt me. let me explain why this game hurt me. Um, this game hurt me because of it hurt our team. John Stones back from injury, lasted only forty eight minutes. Yeah, had came off injured again. Kevin De Bruyne left in the first half, injured. Um, the, the reports on both of them is neither are serious Both were more precautionary But either way, City already dealing with Laporte injured, Fernandinho injured Mendy injured, Delph injured um, A lot of injuries Jesus just back, played like yep. two minutes in this game A lot of injuries, but in the end This was, uh, it's only a 1-0 But it beat down uh, 82% possession
0: Whoa, City. I didn't see that
1: 23 shots to 0 Wow um, it's just a beatdown, a real beatdown. <laughs> Riyad Maher has got the goal, not really a great goal, but I'm hoping that that he can kind of kick on because he's kind of been stalling out lately. Yeah. Doesn't really fit the City style. He uh he slows down the play. Mm-hmm. He's kind of a selfish player, which is not always a bad thing. Yep. But City play a style of play where if a selfish player doesn't really fit. Yep. Because a lot of it is about you know the passes to the back post, the crosses, and that style doesn't really fit. But he, he did score. I, I hope he can kind of kick on because I think that if they can add something from him, get that, and they get the players back that are injured, I think that could be something that really helps them, especially in the Champions League. I think having a player like Riyad Mahrez when he's on form can make a big difference.
0: Yeah. Um, one good thing for Bournemouth was after this game, they signed Davide Brooks yes, to did. a long-term yes. contract. So very happy for Davide. Mm-hmm. Um, but Manchester City... We'll hold off on what I'm about to say, actually. And we'll move to Everton-Liverpool. Let's do that before we talk about these other two games. Because those are kind of interesting, too. But to stay at the top of the table, Mm -hmm. the newly formed top of the table, Mm -hmm. Everton-nil, Liverpool-nil at Goodison Park. Liverpool draw and drop nine points. And what is it, Jimmy? Their last last 11 games? Yes. What's going on at Liverpool. Because or people should. were telling me, Pushing people on Twitter, him. every time they would <laughs> drop points, old Mikey would go on Twitter and he'd say, Liverpool fans, are we getting nervous yeah, yet? Yeah, I want
1: to point out that this is Mike who's been baiting the Liverpool fans. I've kept my Good. mouth shut. I did tweet a picture of Raheem Sterling pointing the fingers, I guess, who's top of the mm-hmm. league. But outside of that, I've been very quiet. On I want to know.
0: I, I'm searching for one man specifically. You know who I'm talking about, right? <laughs> His Twitter I handle. I can never find it. But I know it was like R E S L I. It was like Rest Livo or something. And every time I would tweet something about Liverpool, he would just tweet me something like, "Oh fuck off." <laughs> okay, all right, boss. Where are you see at you? now? I radio see silence. You. <laughs> radio fucking silence from that man, and radio silence from all the Liverpool supporters who have told us off throughout the season. And now you're two points behind the big One dog, Manchester behind. City. One, One point behind. behind. Feels like two because you keep dropping points. Uh, Liverpool have no bite in their attack. Everton. Sensational defending. Michael Keane. Incredible game from him. Michael Keane
1: was good in this. Michael
0: Keane has great games than he has has games where you can just tell like... "Eh."
1: Jordan Pickford also was fantastic in this one. Um, This game... So this game's talking points don't really relate to the game so much as... uh, We have to talk about Mo Salah. Yeah. I don't... And I don't... Again, he is second. One goal off Aguero for leading the league. Mm -hmm. But there is a big big difference between this Mosala and
0: last year's Mosala. Last year's Mosala has 3 goals in that game. At least
1: easy. easy. Uh in assists, I mean yeah. he has maybe the worst play of the game was his cross to the back post that went directly to Pickford.
0: Mm. Yeah, he had a rough one. I mean, he's always there when the chances are there. Um so you can't fault him for not getting in the right no, position, I mean, but still, he has big chances and he he just hasn't been capitalizing mm-hmm. like he would. Yeah. Last season. This is... I won't say the stats are misleading for Mo Salah because he's been very good. But what we saw last year was... Uh, isn't that called an anomaly? Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. so that's yeah, I mean, I think that's he's, what we saw. he's
1: reversed back to the mean. He's come back to his level, which is still yeah. a very high level. Yeah. But it's not the level he was last year. And I mean, he's also their penalty taker. So I think six mm-hmm. or seven of those goals are penalties well, as well. Well, Liverpool so,
0: had a top 3 player in the world last year yeah. and now he's he's fallen back yeah, to, to the, being a, a
1: top tier player but not a yeah, not exactly. a the top 5 in the world, top 10 player. Yeah. He's not that.
0: And uh, Sadio Mane didn't have a great game.
1: No, oh, that's another talking point. I saw a lot. This is a weird thing to me cuz we both I think are Sadio Mane fans.
0: Mhm. Liverpool fans don't like Sadio Mane. Well, it seems like these past few weeks he's had a dip.
1: Well, he's, scored, he's been scoring goals, though. He's been the mm-hmm. one scoring goals for them. Um, I just saw a lot of things about him being a selfish player. A lot yeah. of people making the comment about him being selfish. And it's just weird. And I, I wonder if a little bit of it is just the uh, – like I said, that that pressure. Those Liverpool fans, they create this pressure on their team <laughs> that, I mean – they quite literally tell, slip up.
0: And you can tell the manager is feeling it. Jurgen yeah, Klopp was uh, furious in his yes. interview. Jurgen Klopp Blaming got clapped wind. off. He got clapped off first and foremost by a ball boy at Everton. <laughs> and he took the time to stop and basically yep. like give him a look, say yep. something to him, which you wouldn't expect from Jurgen Klopp. And then he went to the press room, got his balls busted a little bit about the tactics, went off on this rant about how it's not PlayStation. And then he went on to blame the wind. Mm-hmm. Bold move. From Jurgen Klopp to yep. blame the wind
1: and and also um, and I hate critiquing managers for substitutions uh, they know more than we do most of the time but um, the Adam Lallana one is a weird substitution very odd one. with Shakiri on the bench yes been also excellent. Naby Keita was not brought on when I think this the midfield was calling out for him yeah just uh, some weird decisions by Klopp Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's going to be interesting. The pressure I mean, I, is on. The pressure's on. And the one thing I will say Liverpool have a better run than City. City's still to play United and Tottenham. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Liverpool, their only real big challenge left is Chelsea. And Chelsea yeah. is hit or miss of what Chelsea shows up. <laughs> that is very true. Um, but it's going to be interesting. City, the injuries may help Liverpool if if City continue to have to deal with injuries. But. Mm-hmm. Um, but outside of this weekend in terms of for city, I mean, they have Watford this weekend and then they don't play again in the premier league until the 30th of the month. So they have some time to get those injuries back in terms of the league. Yeah. Um, may affect them in the champions league and the FA cup. But
0: Yeah. And these are both teams that have big champions league games coming up, Uh, especially Liverpool. I'd say more. So so,
1: I mean, city got the three away goals. Uh, I mean, I would still like to see Fernandinho and Laporte back for that game to feel a little better, but, Mm
0: uh, but Liverpool, they didn't play badly. Um, it was just kind of a neutral game. Digne for Everton kind of shut down Mo Salah. He played great. Gilfie Sigurdsson had a very good game. Uh, they both had chances towards the end. I'd yeah. say Everton had better chances than uh, Liverpool did, aside from maybe I, yeah, one that I can think I of. I thought
1: Bernard was the uh, the most threatening attacking player on either yeah, team. Bernard's
0: very good, but he, he's missing that. That finish yeah, there. I mean, he
1: is—he's—he's he's not a, a spectacular player, but he looked like the most threatening this mm-hmm. game on either team. He was trying to create, at least yeah. I'll give him that.
0: Uh, and I have an, a comment on Liverpool. Virgil Van Dyke is one of the best players I've ever seen play the game. He is incredible. That's, that's a bold way to put no, it. It's but it's not. I would say incredible. he is.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I've said all year. He's I the, think he's a player. Of the he year. may
0: be one of the best defenders I've ever seen play.
1: He—he's excellent. I—I I haven't seen him put a foot wrong. Literally and can't can't do a thing wrong. World. Wins I mean,
0: every single header on offense and yes. defense. And he's
1: strong, fast. He's just a complete defender. He's yeah. he's excellent. We disagreed on something from this yeah, game. Yeah, and but, this
0: is another point. Him and Allison, and this I will say maybe uh, one of the greatest goalkeeper defender pairings I've seen in a very long well, time. Maybe fair. a Chiellini no, Buffon no, yeah. type deal at Juventus. That I good. Mean,
1: I mean, I as I've said, I think I said on here. I think Allison's a great goalkeeper. I don't think he's elite. I, I there's so many goalkeepers. I don't. I it's thought he was the, the second way. best goalkeeper in this game. I think Pickford's just as good as Allison. I mean Pickford. No, I think Pickford he's generally well, just as good. Right. I don't. I don't see no Allison way. as elite. There's nothing about him that's elite in my opinion. You are
0: so mad that he starts over Edison. I am mad that he Brazil. starts over
1: Edison but, that, Edison, but that's not what I'm saying. I, I don't, Honestly, I think Edison's a far better goalkeeper than him as just a shot stopper. And then as a, no. with his feet, Ederson is unchallenged I'd say with by his, anyone. i with his feet, The only person Ederson. who's even close to Ederson with his feet is Tristegan, and he's not as good as Ederson with his feet, but he's the only one close. No one else is at their level. Ederson and Tristegan are far better than anybody else in terms of playing out of the back.
0: You haven't seen Bernardo play enough, obviously. Ederson has
1: two assists this season. He has <sighs> more assists than Mesut <laughs> Ozil. You, you bite your tongue. Um,
0: no, I think Allison. I mean, the stats speak for themselves. I think he's
1: great, and I... I all year I talked about how he was the biggest transfer of the season. Yeah, I think he's great. I just don't. I don't watch Allison and see the spectacular that some people do. That's just my thing.
0: Okay, well, sometimes we're wrong, and uh, Jimmy's wrong here. Can we?
1: Act, so. I want to talk about uh, a game with someone who I thought was spectacular. Go ahead. Which was Chelsea two, Fulham one, and after being returned to the lineup,
0: Kepa uh, Riza Balaga
1: was
2: fantastic.
1: <laughs> Did you see the highlights for this one? He had about 5 incredible saves in this game. Felt bad for Fulham Little under their new Scotty manager Parker, Scott Parker. Get a win. Um, they they battled but in the end it's that nasty man, that cheater, <laughs> that scumbag, that turncoat Jorginho.
0: I was <laughs> like, "Who are you shaming?"
1: <laughs> I don't like him. I I don't like what he did this summer with City, shady shady business. Oh, yeah, and you then, wanted Jorginho. Blessing in disguise. When he threw that, yeah, it really was. And then with that elbow he threw in mm-hmm. the beginning of the, the uh, Carabao Cup final. I, I don't like this man anymore. He's a nasty I'm against boy. against him. But he scored a beautiful goal.
0: He makes me glad that I'm only like uh, 30%, <laughs> no, like 70% Italian or something.
1: <laughs> He's just a nasty boy. Yeah. Um, but Gonzalo Higuain scored a nice I, goal.
0: I mean, they even let Higuain score. That's how yeah, you know you're I mean, playing a bad team.
1: I mean, Fulham, I got to say, they they did – fight in this one
0: Callum Chambers get on the score yes. sheet Callum Chambers, Callum Chambers the playing midfield game.
1: in this game too playing as a defensive mid you had American Team Ream actually Team Ream. playing which hasn't happened too much and when he has played he has been very bad <laughs> but he actually looked pretty solid in this one but in the end Chelsea get a victory they needed um, they've Sorry, actually been on day. a nice run of form uh, uh, Kepa refusing to leave the field aside
0: Yeah. Uh, next game Maybe an, another great game. Uh, another game with a lot of buzz around it. Watford 2, Leicester City 1. Brendan Rodgers can't get a win on his opener with Leicester City. Troy Deeney crashes the party. Yes. As I said, Jimmy, I predicted but a 2-1 with did. a Troy Deeney you did, but crushing but blow. But
1: it wasn't the crushing blow wasn't Troy Deeney, though. No, the crushing blow was Troy Deeney's buddy,
0: <laughs> Andre, Andre Gray. Gray. In the 90th. Literally the last Brendan kick of the Rogers. game. Yeah. Um, Brendan Rodgers, I think I saw a stat that he's never won an opener with any club that he's managed. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. But um, he'll be fine at Leicester City. They have such a exciting team there. I know you said it might be a poison chalice. I still think it might be. I disagree be. with you. I think they have a very fun, exciting team. Uh, Watford's just a good team, and Vicarage uh, Road is a tough place to play. I, agree I mean, I've that. seen Arsenal go there and struggle yep, I multiple they, times. I
1: hope they're not a tough team this weekend. Yeah, <laughs> I hope they had a, they got too much partying after this win. They have a tough week. <laughs> That's what I hope.
0: But um no more Premier League games to cover. There, no, is no there more. Nope, no no more?
1: We have the predictions, but I want to talk about one game outside the Premier League before we get to that. Excuse me. I I, I want to talk about Marseille two Saint Etienne no. And the reason I want to talk about this game. Pardon? I'll tell you why. Our old friend. Who's our old friend? Super Mario Balotelli.
0: Oh, the celebration. The celebration. Yeah.
1: That swept the nation in the world.
0: The celebration that swept the nation.
1: Mario Balotelli scores in the 12th minute. Celebrates <laughs> by going on Instagram Live
0: yes, from was the field.
1: Great.
0: That was fantastic. One
1: of the greatest celebrations.
0: He had the phone ready. He had
1: the phone ready. Handed off to him. Went on Instagram Live with his teammates as he's celebrating. I loved it. Um, best celebration of the season, Mario Balotelli. Yeah. I miss you, Mario. Uh,
0: speaking of celebrations, he could have had a really good one. There was an interview with the Aubameyang before the Tottenham game. Mm-hmm. What mask are you going to wear next? And he says, I don't want to say. We could have seen a mask. Well, we'll see a mask Wembley at some point. I minute. think we'll
1: see one soon, hopefully. Uh,
0: it's okay. I'm just going to bury that deep inside my soul. <laughs> Um, before we get into the predictions though, some exciting news. This will be our first of two episodes this week because Thursday Tell we will be down. back with uh, some special guests known as the Lads Podcast. All the way from Philadelphia, we're going to be Skyping them in to talk some Champions League, to talk some Arsenal, and to talk some Manchester because I believe one of them is a Manchester United fan. Ooh. So there might be some bad blood there, but very excited Good we're going to have them on. Go give them a listen. Um, And we'll be back with them on Thursday. Yes. But the most important part of the show, Jimmy, the part that our friend Gavin keeps us up to date with, he keeps us honest. Uh, I think I was the only one to get one right this week. Yeah,
1: I have not been doing so well. I have to say, I think I get most of like the, the right team right a lot, but I never get the score right at yeah. all.
0: You're pretty bad. At that.
1: I'm pretty <laughs> bad. I have to say I'm pretty bad.
0: But uh, prediction time, we have Saturday, March 9th. The game's come back with Crystal Palace at home versus Brighton.
1: Ooh, I love it. (laughs) I love this one. I'm going to give it a 2-2. I can't pick against Brighton or Crystal Palace. 2-2 draw. You heard it here first. Hmm,
0: I was also going to pick 2-2, but now that you did it, I don't want to. I'm going to go 2-1 Palace because Glenn Murray isn't going to play that much. They're going to put in the Romanian over him. That's the only reason I would ever pick Andone Andone Florini, something like that. Uh, Cardiff versus West Ham.
1: Well, I'm sorry, Cardiff. This is not going to go well for you. 3-0 West Ham.
0: Four touchdowns to West Ham. (laughs) 12-0. Huddersfield. That's not not four touchdowns
1: either. Four four field field goals. goals.
0: Pardon me. The prediction still. You know what? No. I'm going 28-0 West Ham. Yep. Uh, Huddersfield versus Bournemouth.
1: Yeah, this also is not going well. I'm staying with it three 0 Bournemouth.
0: I'll go two one Bournemouth.
1: I'll David Brooks. <laughs> I love that he's David Brooks. By the way, yes. Um, almost as much as our friend James Collins, who continues to be on <laughs> fire. Let that be known. Um, I I think he scores a brace in this one. Wow! Um, celebrates his new contract.
0: That would be awesome. Uh, Leicester City at home versus Fulham. Ooh.
1: The Ranieri Bowl. No Ranieri. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go a 2-1 Leicester City win. The Brodge gets his first one.
0: I'll go 3-1. I think Leicester City are going to have some fun at home versus lowly, lowly Fulham. Newcastle at home versus Everton.
1: I'm going to go 2-1
0: Newcastle. Ooh. I'm going to go 2-1 the other way to Everton. Uh, Southampton at home versus Tottenham.
1: I feel bad for Southampton. They just can't catch a break. Um, I'm gonna go three-one
0: Tottenham, two-one Southampton. You
1: pick them every time now. Just I love really Southampton, and wow. they come
0: very close almost every time. Uh, they're at home now at St Mary's. They're gonna do it for me. Manchester City at home versus Watford,
1: three-one.
0: I'll go two-one City. I think they're gonna have a little bit of nervous yeah.
1: time. Yeah, this this one almost. Uh, I I'm not scared. But I wonder what lineup City put out there. If all these players actually are injured, I'm a little worried about the lineup, but I have 3-1.
0: Troy going to body the shit out of that back line.
1: Well, he's going to actually... <laughs> this is going to be the body one because he's probably going to have company in Odomendi. So if Ooh. there's anybody you want to start a fight with, it could be uh, could be a physical <laughs> one.
0: Liverpool at home versus Burnley on Sunday, March 10th. Uh,
1: I think Liverpool exercise the demons. I think they give a smackdown. I have 4-1 to Liverpool.
0: Whoa. I really want to call a draw here. Uh, I'm going to go 1-1. I'm sorry, Liverpool fans. I got faith in Burnley for some reason. Burnley have been giving teams a hard time. Uh, they proved me right when I picked them to beat Tottenham, so I'm, I'm sticking with them. Chelsea at home versus Wolves. This we, is a big one.
1: We know Wolves love playing up. They don't like playing down. Yeah, that's I have true. a 2-2 draw.
0: I got 2-1 Wolves. I like Wolves in this one. Away at Stamford Bridge, one of the toughest places to play. Uh, all right. And then we have Arsenal versus Manchester United yes. at 12.30. I want to ask Sunday. you on this one first. I want to ask Brooke on this one. All first. right. Yeah. Brooke, what's, Brooke, what's, what's the your call? score?
2: Yeah. For those of you who forgot I was still here, Arsenal versus um, Manchester United. I'm going to say Arsenal. Correct. Mm, <laughs> mm, 2 1 Arsenal. Who's going to score? Lacazette.
0: A brace for Lacazette. You heard it here first. I'm also gonna go two one with the brace from Lacazette. I love that prediction. abameyang <laughs> uh, doesn't see the field in this game. Uh, no, abameyang will see the field. Um, I'm gonna stick with the two one with the Lacazette brace. Very intelligent. Right. I wonder who taught you all that. Learn from
2: the best. Jimmy
0: Three's Company. Arsenal Yes Jimmy Yes Jimmy Yes (laughs) I
1: think that uh, United's run in the league Has to come to an end I think this is it
0: Wow This would be a Huge win for the Arsenal They absolutely need it If they want to This is This is Major
1: top four Implications
0: Uh, This is This is good that it's at Arsenal True six point We got the away leg out uh, Against Jose Mourinho We were only able to salvage a draw That was another game we should have won Arsenal are doing it Jimmy I'm excited I'm ready. Hopefully, I'm home for this one. I have to volunteer this weekend. What? Don't even ask. It's not true. Don't even ask. <laughs> no. I, got, oh, I no. got asked to do some volunteer event. It's supposed to end at 12. We'll see. Anyway. So, you got
1: asked to volunteer. Then it's not volunteering if they mm, asked you yeah, to do it. That's
0: true. I'm not much of a volunteer. Was there anything else that you wanted to talk about, Jimmy? I don't
1: think I hit everything.
0: Brooke, was there um, any other comments that you wanted to we add? Could,
1: we could say the Champions League is back tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um. So we will be discussing that, like you said, on the podcast With Thursday. The lads. Um. I. I hope something. Uh. All I want to say is I hope something big happens. I would love nothing more than to see Ajax surprise everyone. That would be wonderful. Um. And I. I. In general, I have nothing against Real Madrid. I like them a hundred times more than I like Barcelona. But um, I don't expect anything to happen there. I honestly think uh. I think all of these are going to go the way they've been. I don't expect any upsets coming. Yeah. Maybe Dortmund could make it interesting, but three goals is a lot to overcome. I don't think United are good enough to do it. Maybe Porto could swing it against Romo. We'll see. And as always, please remember to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Soccer Mostly or email us mostlysoccershow at gmail.com. And, Michael, what's the most important thing?
0: Five-star reviews. Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Throw that shit on us. Uh, please We do. will see you Thursday. Goodbye.
1: Bye-bye.